you have to like go in to settings and like there's like multiple different settings you have to turn on to allow both to go at the same time because like that's not how like it's just like i don't know it's a recording i don't know anything about audio but it's like <laughs> glad we do a podcast right going for you this week yeah <laughs> yeah that's true that's true i'm eric i'm michael and welcome to tender friends um this week we have matthew long here with us all Happy the way from uh marina del mar playa marina del, del mar Close. i don't know is marina del mar a thing marina del <laughs> playa del rey yes Silicon Marina, Beach, as they call these days. Marina Del Mar. What is that? Listen, if you told me that was a place in California, <laughs> right? I'd be like, yeah. all right, I'm sure. I'm just making up new cities I for just the don't state. know where it is. Uh, this is an episode I've been very excited for. Um, We've literally been talking about it for weeks. weeks since weeks, October, years. Um, This was your idea, Matt. Uh, this week we went to Birdie's in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, and Birdie's is unique. Why, Matt? Tell us why Birdie's is unique. So tell us why you chose it too. Okay, so I chose it because my roommate works in downtown, and when he comes back from work, a lot of times he's a Chick Fil A guy and he's eating Chick Fil A at the table. One day he came. What's his order? uh, The little like mini bites. Yeah, nuggies. And he was eating something that I it looked like Chick Fil A. It was chicken, but it it wasn't. And I was very fascinated. I said, "What is that?" And he's like, "Oh, there's a new place in downtown, Birdies, fried chicken." Is it new? When did it come out? When was it found it? Do we know? I do not have the information readily available. Okay. Give me a sec. What are you good for? Why did we ask you here if you can't just spout facts about the place? Let's give a notice to future guests. If you pick a place, come with some shit, you know? That's not very nice. I just mean like... I get what you mean. I I, I should say that in a nice way. Hey, you know, future (laughs) guests, if you're coming on and you want to go to a certain place, that's awesome. Um, but you know, know the fucking place. <laughs> so Birdie's is a free range chicken place. So the chicken is fresh AF. You know how far the chicken has to run? All right. It's free range. That's what free range means, Eric. No, that's not what it means. That is what free range means. It does. It means they have to run a certain distance. It means that the, no, it means that the chickens are not in pens. They can run however I far they like that, to. I understand But this there's more had, to it than just being not in a pen. The chicken had it miles to run. It means they don't run. get fed just corn and hormones. They, they, you know how far that chicken could run? That chicken could probably is distance chick- run. Like, Is the movie Chicken Run based on free-range chicken? That's was, what started chicken it. Chicken Run is a free-range chicken. There was no the chicken free-range. Chicken run. Before Chicken Run, free-range didn't exist. And then they saw that movie and, and, ran, they started and they're it. like, this, we need, this guy succeeded at being free. We need more thrust. <laughs> that's, that's one of the quotes from the movie. Oh, I, I didn't actually see it. What? Uh, so Birdie's free range chicken, fresh poultry. Um, and their unique twist is that they sell uh, donuts as well. They have really fun, creative donuts. And they also do breakfast sandwiches. I don't get it, though. What do you mean? The newest trend... That I've been noticing in terms of donuts, and with with <laughs> the newest in donut. Well, trends. with like, but like, it's like the donuts are being served. If it's served with something savory, like say, like it's served with chicken, it would be on the sandwich. 
Like it would be a donut sandwich. I think it's odd that they have fried chicken and donuts, yet there was no option of putting the two together. Because I, 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 I just noticed that everywhere else. If you're yeah, if you're gonna have donuts and chicken, you know, have an option where you can combine them. And they might off menu, but why is it off menu? When you told me about this, like when we talked about this place, I thought that it, this there is a spot downtown where you can make a donut sandwich. Hmm. And I thought yeah, this, I thought this was it. No, I mean maybe it was, and we just didn't. It wasn't on the menu. Their menu is very limited. Yeah, that's true. It's just a, it's a pretty simple menu. Yeah. So, you did you find anything about when it was founded? No, there's no date. No, but it's but, a relatively new place. And I found a little bit about its founder. Ah. So Chef Jay, as he's known, Jason mm. Harley. As a private chef, successful restaurateur, and entrepreneur. And he's been a celebrity chef for A-list clientele for over two decades. Ooh, like who? Wow, let me start. Cameron Diaz, <gasps> Pamela Anderson, <gasps> wow, Matthew Perry. Oh, my God. So that he was like a celebrity chef definitely in, in the like, early 90s. Yes, <laughs> Justin, Justin Timberlake and Brad Pitt have all dined on Chef Jay's healthy meal. So he all was hot. of them. He was hot from like 94 to 99. Give or take. No offense. I mean, I'd, I've never cooked for Justin Timberlake. I would. I have once. <laughs> Just once, though. Uh, what else about Chef Justin? Uh, he's quite the lengthy bio, actually. Um, let's see here. I guess he came out to L.A. to hang out for a bit, ended up staying there. As we all do. Yeah. <laughs> like he visited for the weekend. No, yeah. yeah. Says, left. After his time there, Chef Jay came to L.A. for a one-week vacation. And during his stay, his resume was chosen by Bob Daly, chairman of Warner Brothers, for an interview and cooking evaluation. Like to cater on the lot, or? I don't know. Uh, For an interview. So he was asked to prepare dinner for Bob Daly and his guests, which included Barbara Streisand, Henry Winkler, Michael Jackson, and Elizabeth Taylor. Imagine. Fucking gnarly (laughs) night. Imagine walking into that room, and you're like... Like, uh, the the chairman of Warner Brothers. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that title is. Yeah, I can tell you. But obviously, someone important. But having to cook him dinner and then walking into the room and seeing Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor, and Barbara Streisand and Henry Winkler. I guess <laughs> I'd be stoked to see Henry Henry Winkler. But like, first of all, why was Henry Winkler there? Uh, Fonzie. Yeah, Fonzie's friends with Barbara Streisand, Elizabeth Taylor, and Michael Jackson. Fonzie was a was like. Happy Days was huge when it was on the air. It was like a revolutionary, like, society-changing show. Sure, but Henry Winkler kind of faded out once the show did, and I imagine this I was don't not think he, no, he at hasn't, the time though, when the show though, was that, on. That's not right. Henry Winkler's still in shit. Henry Winkler's about to be on a show on yeah, HBO. Yeah, but if Henry Winkler's walking down the street, he's not being bombarded by people, I feel like. Did you see Arrested Development? No. Fans, like, love the shit out of him specifically in that show. Well. I don't know. I'd say of all the people from Happy Days, aside from Ron Howard, he's probably made out the best. Yeah, absolutely, because he was the main character. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I, I, I don't think he's as famous. Sure, as, yeah. Now. As like Barbara Streisand, yeah. As Barbara Streisand is and was. Yeah. And Michael Jackson and Elizabeth Taylor. It's just funny, because I'm reading this bio, and as it goes on, they slowly add additional like titles to his name. So by, the, <laughs> by the final paragraph, it's, during his career as a restaurateur, chef to the stars, event producer, caterer, and cheesecake king. Cheesecake king? There's no mention of cheesecake well, until that line. No, there was. They're like, you know what? 
He also is a cheesecake king, so fuck you. I forgot. He had a he went to the cheesecake crusades. <laughs> no, he I skipped, fought his way through. I skipped a crucial paragraph. It says that in addition to cooking for celebrities and events, Chef Jay turned to his roots when he began to mass distribute his own version of Grandma Tilly's cheesecakes. He created so a his... low-carb cheesecake, 11 grams of protein, 3 grams of fat, Ooh. that became the most famous dessert on the Zone diet. I was going to say maybe he's Eli of Eli's Cheesecakes. On the Zone diet. Yeah, what's the but Zone why diet? Is it... You've never heard of the Zone? I've heard of the Zone diet. I've heard of the Zone diet. Grandma Tilly's, he created it and just like slapped Grandma's name on it. It says his own version, so... Oh. Grandma Tilly's probably his grandma. I thought it was like Ryan from The Office when <laughs> he makes oh yeah, and yeah puts Phyllis's face on the game. yeah. <laughs> so all right, well this guy is successful. Yes, he did the restaurant. I, I wonder if he was there today. I, wonder I don't if he know. Was one of the people waiting on us. No, he'd probably be in the back. Don't believe so. He'd be the chef in the back. Mm-hmm. Right um, in the kitchen. So why did you? So you chose this just because your roommate went there. Have you you had experiences there? Yeah. So he went there. I then went there, um, used to drive Uber, and I would find myself all over the greater Los Angeles area and would clock out, get a bite, you know, and went there, had the breakfast sandwich. It was incredible. Haven't been back since just because it's one of those places that's kind of off the beaten path. Yeah. So this was the perfect opportunity to go there. It's a very, it's such a downtown spot. Yeah, it's an Olympic downtown right near the Eastern building. It's tiny, packed. Um, it's 24 hours Friday and Saturday, I think. Correct. And then it's like normal hours the rest of the time. Um, by normal, I mean like 10 to 9 or something like yeah. that. Um, I thought it was 24 hours all the time. It should be 24 hours all the time. Breakfast, donuts, and chicken. <laughs> Do you know how hard it I would, want that all hours of the day. That would cost a lot of money, I feel like, for them to operate. I feel like that not that many people would yeah. be there. Like, Are there a lot of bars in that area? I didn't notice a lot of bars. I don't go downtown very much. I didn't notice any on that street when we were walking. No. Well, McKellar's right next to it. There's McKellar, but other than that, it's a fairly corporate area, so Mm. we don't have much. So even like on the weekends when it's 24 hours, it's like who's walking in at 3 a.m. from there? I guess it is. They do it. It's uh, close enough to the Arts District that you could make that point Mm. You walk from there. Yeah, but then why would you leave the Arts District? There's so much in the Arts District already, you know? Because donuts and chicken. That's true. No, I know. It's good. That's a a very convincing point. If someone was like, hey, uh, donuts and chicken... I don't think I would ask further questions. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. After Done. you? Yeah. Um, so speaking of the donuts, that was the first thing you see when you walk in. Yeah, uh, a bunch aside of from them. the exposed brick. Uh, Big fan a point of exposed, for exposed brick. brick. Absolutely. Uh, always get an exposed brick point. So, um, And then the, what were those lights you were talking about? Oh, the uh, burnished lighting, I believe. Uh, burnished, burnished lighting. Yeah, let's give it. A burnished lighting point? Straight out of like, yeah. a, like a speakeasy in the 1920s. Wow. The lighting was so burnished. It was burnished lighting. It was a very good aesthetic. So those two points really come down to just the aesthetic of the place and the design. And it's very, you know, nice. Small. Small. Very not, small. Not Probably. into that. Not, now that you say that, I kind of do like that. Yeah. It was cozy. I don't know. I don't like the fact that, you know, there's a lot of waiting. Um, and it's tough to find a seat. We lucked out, got one right away. Yeah. I can imagine on a day where it's busy or any other day where it's not busy, it could be really difficult to get a seat. I was expecting it to be busier today because it's Sunday. Yeah. And it's new. It's pretty quiet. We went, and it, was, it wasn't a bad wait. Yeah. No, I expect I, it longer, so I was fine with the wait. We I had, had the same feeling that I had like in a base cities where you pause for a couple seconds and you feel like you're in the way. 
know, everyone's moving around. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, you also for a, a part of the time you were actually in the way, correct? Because you were <laughs> sitting different when the, you are in the way. To your to your defense, you were sitting, at, you know, at a reasonable place. But the fact that it's so small, yes, you were actually in the middle of the, the aisle. Mm-hmm. Um, but the seating, yeah, the seating was a little jacked up. There's they should put outside seating at least. Yeah, it's a nice day today too. Yeah, so it's, it's like, gorgeous. I don't know. Hot, yeah, I had but. one of those terrible, terrible kind of, you know, you're facing a person and you go this way, they go this way, you go the same way, mm-hmm. kind of just pause, mm-hmm. laugh at each other, mm-hmm. make out, the same way, have sex, <laughs> yeah, get married right there on the floor. That's how you meet your Not wife. Not good. Yeah. Um, so the first thing you see when you walk in is the donuts and they had some pretty interesting donuts. Well, they do the donuts where it's like a, it's a donut split in half and then they just pipe, just cream? like fill it with cream. Yeah, so that was the strawberry and the cookies, cookies and, cream. and cream, which were the, the I bought both of them. I haven't eaten them yet. Oh, I bought well, I bought a strawberry one for my loving girlfriend. Mm. I bought a cookies and cream one for. Are me. you in the doghouse? Why did you throw? She's a one? nice lady and she's been working hard. Oh, let's give her a shout out. Shout out to Ellen and uh, Disney's fairy tale weddings premiering. <laughs> no, we're not here. This to, we're not here to promote on that. Freeform. Um, but I got that one for her and I got the cookies and cream one for me, and I will enjoy them later. I was gonna get the cookies and cream one until I saw. That it was the sandwich one, that's just too much cream for me. I know, it's a lot. Yeah. But I like that. I don't know, I just, I was going to eat it, but I prioritized it less considering it wasn't really something that you eat with the chicken. Like, if no. it was, I would have been like, well, I should eat this right now. But You it's could like, definitely eat it after the chicken. You could. Yeah. I'm saying, like, I, like, for the show, I was like, you know what I should do is also eat a donut. Because yeah. that's, like, the thing. But, like... It's probably but very chicken rich. Chicken and donuts is not But their, you tried yeah. the strawberry one, right? I did try because they, they were letting us sample them, and it was good. Yeah. It was really good. Did you try good. any? No. I, in my opinion, this I, is your idea. You I didn't want to skew my chicken review, much like if you were at a department store trying some cologne. They give you the little like yeah, the coffee yeah. bean to mm-hmm. you know, renumb your senses. Oh, you, yeah. So I was just Palette worried cleanser. that if I did anything else before the chicken, it would affect my you know unbiased review. So Well, I had... A donut, a little bit before you did. You had a little, little, little nibble of my cinnamon toast crunch donut, which is a that's what I got. It's a yeah. cake donut, very heavy. I had about four bites so far. I will eat the rest of it later though. So let's give them a point for their cool, creative yeah donuts. I will give. I will say though, like we do a quick donut review, a little sideshow. Sure. Uh, donuts are all over LA. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, donuts are all over the world, but in LA specifically, donuts are. <laughs> Really donuts just take it over well, I don't everywhere. Like, I don't want to like say it, like make it sound like it's like, well, no, no, no. But like L.A. donuts are, it's like an L.A. Yeah, we thing. It's donuts. not. They're everywhere. But L.A. does seem to have a, a more donuts than I've ever noticed anywhere else. Well, L.A. and New York. New York was. I, yeah, I guess New York started. too. That's true. Yeah. But it's like now because it's L.A. and everything like needs to be a little bougier. Yeah. Um, you know, these fancy donut places pop up all over the place. That kind of detracts from the... Um, novelty of this place because i can get those split cream filled like this like the donuts they have there they're amazing yeah however now at this point there's places in every neighborhood where i can get a donut like that and i don't have to go downtown downtown to get that i can get one in my hometown yeah i mean my home they also didn't have as big a selection as i thought they would based on the fact that that was half their menu yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they had like seven options of donuts which you know who i guess you don't need more than that what if i get a dozen donuts and i want one of each they had boxes. I Do you know. think people go there just to get donuts? Yeah, probably. Yeah, if they're if they're close you enough, don't think so? like if you live in that area and you want morning donuts, you Did probably you go there. Did you see those penguin donuts? Yes, they were cute. Cute penguin. You donuts? wouldn't go there for just cute penguin. Pistachio, no. maple, no. bacon. 
But again, it's like you said of people that are close to there. Like if I'm there, I've gone a significant distance, and I'm gonna get something with chicken in it. But yeah. sure, but well, you also that's, that's what I'm saying, yeah, a half a dozen more local, half dozen penguin donuts. There's a spot right by my apartment called Kofax. They have great burritos, breakfast yeah. burritos. But I live so close to it. Like people are like, well, if I'm going there, I'm getting a burrito. Yep. I live so close, I go there and get donuts all the time. Yep. I live across the street. So it's like the price point also. What was it like three fifty for a donut? That's not. Did you hear that crunch? Yeah, Eric <laughs> decided to just go ahead and eat a tender. Um, well, but that was a good demonstration of what's to come. I brought some home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they were expensive donuts. But yeah. like, if you think about it, though, they're fat donuts. That's true. Fat but I wouldn't donuts. like you know Dunkin' Donuts or somewhere you get a dozen, you get a half dozen, whatever. For three fifty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That'd be breaking the bank. At that That's point. true. You probably. I mean, these donuts were like. I think mine was like three twenty-five. Yeah. It's an artisan, and yours it's an artisan was four seventy-five. Well, mine—it's like a donut, but then it also has like a volleyball size of cream and yeah. In so, but so that's like so if you get a dozen of those, yeah, that's that's $60. like forty bucks for a fucking. That's an LA priced box of donuts. Yeah, Jesus, man, the pricing I, overall, I will say, I mean, for both of ours, it was forty dollars. We got two tenders, which you get four tenders each. Yeah, those are eight dollars for four tenders. That's their only quantity option, which I'm fine with. They're big. And I, they were big. Real big. Very hearty. You heavy. Say so? No, I was going to say, I think the pricing, the price point is justified now that I think about it because you're eating Chef J, you know, Chef to the Stars. <laughs> he's the, so, the Cheesecake King. You know, I know he's not making cheesecake, cheesecake ch- but it's King's like. Chicken tenders. Exactly. So it's justified 20 years. I guess, the, you know, I see your, your joke, but I guess $4, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about the quality and the size I guess eight dollars for four, isn't bad. It's like any other place, for for a for a quality tender that's that size of that. Any yeah. restaurant you have, it's going to be on their appetizer menu for eight bucks, probably. Sure. Yeah. All right. So I'll say the price is justified. But you also got something else. Yes. What did you get? Uh, Birdie's breakfast sandwich, which was actually the first thing I got when I went there. It's tremendous. So you get tremendous. your option of uh, chicken or bacon, or both. Did both. Got the egg over medium. Oh, you can choose how you want the egg cooked? Correct, correct. Which I then semi-regretted because the yolk was quite runny, but that was my decision. I made it. Just draping the chicken in its dead children. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's very very, very dark. Um, Yeah, but and then dipping it quite a bit in the the kind of artisan ranch, which I think Eric noted there's some sort of uh, like floaters in there. You said fresh know. shit, I believe is yeah. what you said. Sorry, I'm eating my donut. <laughs> Yo, dude, there's some fresh shit in that range. Yeah. Well, sorry. Well, it, our chai... <laughs> people don't like hearing people talk with Obviously. Um, I think it's like what's chives. What's in ranch? Chives? Cilantro? I can't tell. Oh, I think it just depends on who makes it. You could probably put all that stuff in Well, it. there was like green shit in it. Definitely, yeah. It was Which some... to me means they made their ranch fresh. Yes. Yeah. Let's save it for Sauce Corner. I don't know though. Because... Let's throw it into Sauce Corner early. You want to do Sauce Corner Ooh, early? Early Sauce Corner. Here we are. Welcome to the Sauce Corner. Um, it's nice to have Connor in every episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they had a bunch of sauces. Um, they had four. They were Chipotle. Ranch, Chipotle. Ranch, Chipotle, sweet chili, and then a ghost pepper. Ghost pepper chili Chipotle, or something. Like Chipotle, something like that. It was like, it tasted like the Chipotle, just much hotter. Yes. Um, All of them were good, and I'm going to give them... <laughs> were any of them great? That was the driest reaction. I'm going to give them a, a perk for the overall sauces. The one that was great was that sweet chili one. Yeah, can we get like a one through four? You're giving a separate sweet chilies point? Yeah. 
Ooh. You want me to rank them? Yes, top to bottom. Top to bottom. How many were there? Four. Four. Well, five for ketchup. One through four, one ketchup. being I don't know if that ketchup was fresh, but the ketchup was good. It was in a cup. They put it in a little it was cup in for a us. Cup. Is that the fifth sauce? Or is that its own category? No, it it's well. I mean, like I don't use it, and I don't consider it a tender sauce. But that's all Eric uses. So, and it's very okay. rare when you'll come across a ketchup that just doesn't taste like ketchup. Yes, <laughs> that's true. So I don't have much to say. <laughs> um, you know, top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, we're going sweet chili ranch, chipotle, ghost pepper. Okay, so the ghost pepper just didn't. Like I don't the know. Other. I just like didn't need that. It's all relevant, I suppose. Yeah, I just didn't need it. But the the sweet chili, it was like. It was like a chili sauce and it had like red pepper flakes and like sesame oil. Like you got like some sesame oil. It was like definitely like had like a little Asian flair to it. You love anything with Asian I do. twists and I do. But it was great. It was really good. Um, and then the ranch, you know, I've had better ranch before, but it like it was A, runny and B, like they made it. It was like their taste. Fresh. Yeah. yeah, it was like their taste for sure. Yeah. I look like a watered packet of ranch a watered packet of ranch that's what i'm like, looking like uh yeah like the seasoned, hidden valley like if someone added water to those seasoned packets that's what i imagine that's what that looked like it's kind of the way to do it in my opinion i like it thinner than thick do you guys feel like when you eat a piece of chicken or a tender you do you have a bite with sauce and then a bite without sauce to kind of have your well that's what oh, I, yeah we haven't gotten in total we have the, i guess it's a good point to go into the chicken then sure. unless do you have anything else to say about the sauces because you no. got I had the Chipotle, Chipotle and the ranch. ranch. They were both delicious. Um, I will say I had a little trouble with the Chipotle. It wasn't that runny. So yeah, I was trying thick. to jam thick boy. The, the tender into there and couldn't really get as much as I wanted on there. But yeah, the chili live and let live. The chili looked runny too. Well, it's because it was like... Or not runny. Sorry. It looked like it's it was... It's liquidy. It, it would look like it was just like... Thick. Um, I'm trying to think like... It's a different thick. type of sauce. It's like... Very thick. It's like, like yeah. it was just It's seasoning. peppers and like oils yeah. and shit. Like... The wetness was like chili oil, so it wasn't like a th- it wasn't like a blended sauce. It hit you know, like it's like the you know with the oh, that's mayo demonstrating sure. the thick test. Yeah, it's like the uh, blizzards at Blizzard, Dairy Queen yeah. where they hold it upside down and yeah. there's nothing comes out. Sauce on my no, table. no, that's nothing's gonna come out. I'm kidding. Of that. God, jeez, man. Yeah, but if you did that with like the chili one, you get that all over a yeah. ranch. Like it's gone. Like it's all. So you guys over. can't see this, but I'm currently holding the chipotle fully upside down and nothing's coming out. I feel like we're on a spaceship. But yeah, like what I was going to say is like, yes, I do. I always try to take my first bite with no sauce. Now, that being said, you know, so we got the chicken. I don't need it to be my first bite, but, but I you do, should do it. It's a control bite. A bite. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, we got the chicken and like, boy, did it look good. And I'll say it was good. It smelled good, too. It smelled good. It was really good. I took the bite without sauce. And I'll be honest. Like, so when I got them and like you even said, like, I think this is going to be our best one yet. But I took a bite. And like, kind of flavorless with no sauce. Uh oh. Consi- no, but you Here you don't go. agree. I think it I, it needed dun, salt. Dun, dun. It needed salt. Like the breading needed, needed some more salt. flavoring because because it just tasted like plain chicken. The consistency was incredible of the chicken. It was like like the tenderness and juiciness of the chicken was amazing. Yeah. The breading was crispy and perfect. It just lacked any type of seasoning. To me. All right. So let's let's do this. The um, reprimanded by your boss way. Yeah. The sandwich compliment. Okay. So I'm going to give it a point for size. Okay. Yeah. Do you agree with this point? I, I concur. Yes. <laughs> they were great. I'm not about to size make any wise. big revelations. I feel like you guys are really enthralled with what I'm about to say. It's not that important. Uh, and then the quality overall. They were 
Yeah, great. I, they were, I think, the best. Celebrity quality. Celebrity <laughs> quality. It was. Celebrity cheesecake king quality. That's what you pay for. Um, chicken tenders. So I'll give them a point for that. And they were, I think, the, the best quality tenders we've had to date. Mm, yes. I think there has been you a better quality tender. Are we now, like, technically now, tender Eskimo bros with uh, Michael Jackson? How that works? <laughs> Eskimo hey, bro. Teskimo bros. We've, yeah, we've, I mean, he wasn't back there cooking, so t- no. Actually, well, yeah, you don't know that. But that's hard oh, to say, yes. too. We don't really know if he ate his tender. Please tenders. don't call me Eskimo bros with Michael Jackson. Um, I, that's true. That's a pretty bad <laughs> title to have. So the bad, to your point, they were kind of flavorless, but they were super juicy I imagine marinated, brined. I don't know the difference. What's the difference? Well, marinade would be like marinade. You're trying to impart flavor, and brine, it's like a more for room. like the tenderness or like like the, uh, like the consistency. Like a, a brine could impart flavor, but it's like more so for so for then, yeah, so probably it's probably, brine. It's probably brine. Yeah, yeah. For a tender novice, when you say flavorless, like it just tastes like chicken. It just tasted okay. like chicken. as opposed to having to taste. Based on what they, you know, you know, if little, they, if they kick with pepper, or okay, okay, if they put um, seasonings in the breadings, like a lot or of they times, marinate you, it with some pickle juice, like yeah, Chick-fil-A. yeah. So it's not necessarily a, a negative; it's just there wasn't a yeah. That's there. what I'm saying. I, right, other places was so do good. It. They were just a little plain, which yeah. is fine okay. because I'll, I'll it was delicious. The plainness for the quality of it. Mm-hmm. Some places will happened. put heat in their in their yeah. breading. No, no gimmicks. It was just yeah. This was just straight fried chicken. Um, but even still with straight fried chicken, you put a little salt on it and it's a little salt. This just didn't feel like it had yeah. anything. But to that point, I can't, I can't, I can't like call them perfect by any means. And like, I can't like, like, like the feeling that I had was like, this is going to blow me away. And I, they yeah. were, they were great, but I'm not blown away. Yeah. I, I was very excited and I was not, you know, my, uh, the, the experience did not meet my expectation, but it wasn't too far off. I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 it's high up there. It's, Don't it's get me gonna, wrong. Yeah, I mean, this was, it was awesome. Yeah, but I, I set the bar really high. Yeah. And the, the donuts really pushed me over. Um, but they, um, I would have them again, but I, I don't think they... If I was in the area, I would go. Yeah. I w- but that's just because I, like, I'm such a lazy yep. piece of crap. I worry, have you guys become a little bit of like tender elitists? No, no, Can no. Can you still no, no. have a, a, a tender meal and be like a child and just love it? You yeah. know, it's. Eric, I, I was actually thinking about that last night. I, there's, I'm, I'm like so. I don't Jaded? ever want really tenders. I get KFC probably more than I should. Um, but outside of that, just because it's like right around the corner. I don't really get tenders that much anymore. Outside of this, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, just don't I only eat them for to, the podcast. You know, lose, lose the love. You know, lose the joy. It, it, it's not. I'm not losing the joy because I have the joy every time we have them okay. each week. But okay. because we have them each week, I don't. It's I just try a job to limit. For you now. Yeah, it's a, you know what it is. It's a displaced joy. The joy is different now. It's like it's like if you love now. Um, well, discovery is a big part of it now because we're going to different yeah. places yes. and a lot of the places for the first time. Say you love bowling. I think I, and I you go bowling a lot, <laughs> and you fact, love you it, love and you have fun. Bowling you just crash. gotta have fun, and then someone sees you bowling, and you're fucking good at it. And they're yes. like, "Hey, all these are true. Do you want to be a famous? Like, let's get you, let's get you in the bowling leagues, and hey. then you become a famous bowler, and you still love it, but you don't love it because you're having fun. You love it because now it's become your job, and that's yep. what you do. Yep, and you and you're good at it." And you do it that way. That's how this is. That was a bit of a stretch of an analogy. I feel oh, like. we're not good at it by any <laughs> means. But now it's like a job, and I have to. Now it's like part of. Now it's this is a part of my identity, 
and I only <laughs> and I only do it when I when I do it for this. So in that same bowling analogy, though, I assume that sometimes professional bowlers will bowl alone. Well, you got to practice. No cameras. Oh and, yeah, you know, yeah. Silly. And then they through get, the legs. And then they, they get back to their roots and they yeah. remember why they started in the first place. Yeah. Are you guys still capable? Now you're just making up movies. Are you capable of having those type of experiences? Well, we so? haven't gone a year yet. Ask me after like a year, okay. two years, okay. when I'm okay. when this I'm looking out my window, going, I don't think I like them anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is our 22nd episode. Yeah. I, I, a year of me doing Tender Friends is not going to surmount the 27 years of eating tenders more frequently than I do. Right. Yeah. On Tender Friends, so I don't have a fear of not enjoying tenders anymore. Thank God. I do. But I don't think it'll happen. Yeah, but it's also one of the four things I well, eat. So right, like trouble it, in paradise. What's going on? You know. Oh no no, I'm, you know I'm just saying one day <laughs> I'm just gonna be paradise. like, yo, I think you know, and it's not the not liking it. It's the after a while I, I would start to feel like say I ate them as much as Eric did. I feel like I'm just wow. Like, let's not get offensive. Yeah, don't be rude. Well, you just you you eat them a lot, and I don't. Don't be rude. All right, so like, pretend you had a friend that only ate chicken tenders. <laughs> don't his have to pretend. His name's Derek. <laughs> yeah. It's right here. Um, you have a friend named Derek, and he eats chicken fingers all the time. You know, but I could be, you know, I, I could get burned. Um, I can get burned out. So yeah, I mean, you get burned out with any food, really. Yeah. Right, exactly. I'll go, through, I'll go through waves, but I'm never, like, afraid I won't go back. Oh, I guess like I guess I was cr- getting to a point, and I never actually got to it. It's not going to be that I don't like Story them. Eventually, I know. <laughs> eventually, I'm going to get to a point where I feel like I shouldn't eat them. It's not that I don't like them. It's just like this is hurting me. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> carotid, carotid. Yeah, carotid arteries, all that fun stuff. It, yeah. right, I already exactly, have yeah. those. <laughs> I had a heart palpitation yesterday, which I guess are pretty common. Couple palpies. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and uh, I. Was like, man, I should stop eating chicken tenders, and then I got KFC. Okay. So I'm not really yeah, too sure. worried about the carotid arteries or the. <laughs> I I'm will say, die at 40 anyway. So. You know, while we're briefly in kind of this serious mode, you guys mentioned earlier <laughs> uh, the whole free range thing, which is kind of a lie. You know, just want to put that out there. So, Why is it a lie? Uh, Michael Pollian, who's a famous author, conservationist, gentleman. Polian? Um, like yeah. Poland? Polian? I don't know how you say his name. Like Pollo? He's he's like a oh. known fighter of of big big meat, you know, the industry behind factory farms and stuff of that nature. Yes, he, yeah, he hates Tyson. Mm. And in his book, he mentions how with free range, right? So like you said, it's about letting the chickens roam. But the dirty little secret is Ooh. they have like two weeks before they officially have to open up that door to the chicken coop. Where they're so like, they have like to be free for two weeks. little babies, so that full two weeks conditions them to the dark. Oh, so they so by the like time it. they open the door, no one walks out of it. Right. So to the you know Joe Schmo public guy, yeah, they're free range. You go to the farm right now. There's a door open. The chickens could emerge from it, but they're already psychologically beaten by the time they're two weeks old so they just stay in that cage so, so it's, it's like being like you can leave but if you leave i might shoot you exactly so it's like when they um when a slave when slavery was abolished a lot of the slaves were let go but they had nowhere to go so a lot of them came back and worked for the family yeah i guess i mean it's an interesting analogy but <laughs> <laughs> right when you said being really careful right slaves now. i was like i don't I'm going to just Well, I'll just back. say that historically that's what happened. A lot. They, they released all the, <laughs> they, you know, the slaves are free and they had nowhere to go. 
because they had no things set up for them to be free and like no programs to help them get jobs or anything like that. There was still discrimination, so they had nowhere to go. So they just went back to the families sure. and then got paid, but like then were able to go to a home at night. Yeah. So that's when the I, same when, thing. I mean, when I say get serious, I think we're going to get like discussing slavery serious, but. Well, don't tempt me to get serious. Yeah. Uh, but that makes Anywho. sense. <laughs> That's something I've learned so, over 22 episodes. Speaking, <laughs> you want to get serious? Speaking of uh, free range chickens, uh, free range chickens, free range, free range, free range. They have free range. You can range the whole yard. You, it's free. Um, you grew up on a on a farm. Tell yes. us about that. So I grew up in um, beautiful Salem, Oregon, the jewel of the Willamette Valley. Salem and uh, not Salem, Mass. Not the witch trials. Okay, you know. I know. Common mistake. And I actually who? didn't know that until like really four years ago. I was like, oh. So you thought Salem, Oregon was the Salem Witch You know, because it never added up to me. I was like, that's so far in the West. And at that point in time, everything was on the East. Why did yeah. that happen in Oregon? Yeah. And then I never really looked into it or thought more about <laughs> it. And then like four years ago, I found that out. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. The other side of that corner, I think, is a lot of people that are in Oregon think that New England is just a state in the Northeast. Yeah, not, yeah. Not a region. Right. Uh, yeah, so I grew up on a farm. Uh, we had llamas, chickens, goats, uh, Christmas trees, grew Christmas trees. Oregon's the largest producer of Christmas trees in the in the U.S., I believe. Wow, um, just because of your farm? Yeah. Oh yeah, we had some pretty high end trees. So, but I would love to live on a Christmas tree farm. Sorry to cut you off, but I just think that's no, such a dream place to it, live. It was, it was, it was. Uh, we also had a little bit of a, I don't know if you remember in the mid 2000s, uh, the show Axemen came out, one of the earlier kind of lumberjack outdoorsman reality yeah. TV shows. And it was, sure. you know, dudes in the forest cutting down some, some big trees. And my buddies and I just loved it and wanted to embody it. So we're walking around my property with axes, just lopping, just terribly, just butchering some trees down why not and then we realized oh wait we're not on my property we're on my neighbor's property (laughs) (laughs) so he was not too happy uh and we had kind of a choice of you know facing some some trouble with johnny law or or killing your neighbor or killing yeah he's not no (laughs) putting in eight hours on his farm doing like manual labor to, to to make good that's such a farm thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you, and then he found out you loved it. Yeah, it was great. We got poison oak, which wasn't the best, but um, <laughs> so no. But, you get for fucking killing people's trees. Yeah, uh, in the face pass. But what's interesting about the farm about so llamas, goats, and chickens? There's actually a little bit of a of a of a synergy there. So we'd like to guess how each each animal has an association to the other in a what do you call that symbiotic way? Okay, so a llama, no. Wait, are we guessing? Yeah. A goat eats grass. Yes. No, yeah. Hey. Did you come grass. prepared with a quiz for us? This is simple. Just a simple. Llama, llama, goats, and what? Chickens. Llamas, goats. They all chicken. eat corn. No. I mean, they do. But that's not where he's getting. I didn't feed them corn. Eh. eh. Not at his farm. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't grow right. up on a farm. I'm not going to know what the symbiotic relationship yeah, yeah, is yeah, between... Yeah. I'm trying to think. It's a, it's a difficult question. I know it's you very, are. Very but you're niche. not going to come up with what okay. he's asked, I'll, I'll, what he's thinking. Yeah, here we go. So you have chickens, right? Mm-hmm. What tries to eat chickens? Wolves. Wolves. The fox in the hen house, the wolves, coyotes, you know, they would try and burrow under the fence to eat them. The llamas are quite large, right? So they deter those predators 
because because they're just big. They're big. Yeah, they're big, scary. They they spit and they mimic the noises. The goats are companions to the llamas, so llamas are very very ornery. You know, where are you going to get this? Very difficult animals. What? And, yeah, that's what I was yeah, thinking. That's, right, that's, right, <laughs> that's, that's what that's I was right thinking. Where you were, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so the goats are kind of the little buddies to the llamas. The llamas are the protectors of the chickens. I guess in theory, there's not the chickens don't help anyone else out. Yeah, no, yeah. But they provide eggs. All to protect the chickens. Yes. Wow. It's like the secret service for Yeah, that is. Is llamas. We should we should give Trump llamas for his secret service. These are the great llamas. <laughs> These are the best, the best llamas. The best. I'm the first president to have llamas. I can't do a Trump. But you everybody, have to, uh, these are the best llamas, and everybody knows it. <laughs> you have to harvest the eggs frequently, or they, you know, they go bad. Obviously, yeah, sure. And I would be remiss sometimes in my duties and just forget, and then you have to dispose of them, which is sad. They smell too, right? Yep. My dad would clean out the the chicken coop every like six months to a year. He'd have to do, like a deep clean. Yeah. And he'd rent a uh, a scuba suit from the really? local yeah. like fishing places and just wear a full scuba suit with the tank and get in there and just clean it because it's just all like chicken shit and gross stuff. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Hmm. Life on the farm, huh? Yeah, hey. Life Pastoral on the child farm. Home. Man, it's nothing like I grew up. I would just walk to the corner and hang out with friends and then walk home. That was my childhood. No chopping down trees. We didn't really have trees. We had telephone poles. We had a really, really, really big wood chip pile that I think was... Hidden, tucked away in the in the neighborhood because it was a big pile. I think that's where they got the wood chips for anything that they need, like park if they had to fill in parks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we found it and we spent about four summers going up to the top and then Spartan kicking each other off. <laughs> four years you spent. Oh yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah, it was like every every day over the summer for four years. And then one day we went there and the pile was gone. See, growing up on a farm isn't that bad. No, yeah. comparatively. Well, you enjoyed my, it. Yeah, it, except for the one fateful day. I think I shared this with you. You were killed by a llama. Might be a little too heavy for the pod, but uh, there was an incident with one of the llamas and one of the goats. After which the goat. <laughs> I mean, we brought up slavery, so I don't think it's going to be that ended heavy. up perishing. So we were one killed the other. Yeah, which one killed uh, which? the llama? Kill, I don't think a goat could kill a llama. That would take a while. But the the llama. So we were all family. We're gathered in the in the living room. Whatever. We're hanging out. It's a weekend. And we hear this this, this terrible laughing. terrible noise. His goats scream. Yeah, but it was it was like a, it was. I'm not going to make the sound, but it was a terrible sound of pain. You know, goat pain. And so we uh, everyone rushes outside to see what's going on. Goat pain. And goat pain see, Sundays. We see the the llama kind of there. We don't see the goat holding a knife. And we're like, what's going on? He's got a gun to his head. No. Um, <laughs> And my mom gets the hose, starts hosing the llama to try and, like, make it move. It was having its way with the goat. Oh. And a goat weighs, like, 60 pounds. A llama weighs, like, 300, 400 pounds. It's a big animal. So we ran over. The goat is, like, imagine a table, but all four legs are fully No. Out. All right. Or Let's not. All... Yeah. So <laughs> I told you. It's dark. The no. goat was... Basically, cry. I mean, we were able to get him up, get him moving, but I think he, he took some damage. And then the next, <laughs> the, the, the next day, he perished. Wow. Um, and that, that was, was, that was the day a I became story. a man. Like, it was brutal. 
explain to you why that happened. That's why I could never grow up on a farm. Yeah. Without, yeah, because it's always like you think about the farm. It's all the goat the, fucking. The, 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 the no, I didn't grow yeah. up on a farm. That used to happen to me all the time. <laughs> I, that, think like of the regular. Disney movie and like there's a little, the mouse in the, in the barn and they're all happy and singing songs and sometimes it and gets, in the background, it, it gets a llama's fucking a goat. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's the things they don't show you on Disney. No. Well, let's, let's transition from goat porn to <laughs> chicken. Um, it was more like goat erotica porn. Like porn's the only stuff you could see. We're not showing okay, it. Okay, well, yeah. s- excuse me. Just saying. I just want you to. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. Slow your roll. Um, I do want to give them another point for the tenders because um, they were super crunchy. Yeah. Yes. Whatever they use, I don't know what they use. Probably flour. It wasn't like a batter. It didn't seem like it was it a looks batter. A little, little panko y. Mm, I don't think it was panko. I likened it to like a big piece of calamari. Yeah, you, yeah. Very, Same. very crumbly. Crumbly. It was a little greasy. A little bit. I hey. feel like some of the juiciness might have come from the grease. It's fried chicken. It's it fresh, was, fresh. Because it was fresh, yeah. yeah. Um, I did bring some home um, to see how they traveled. Yeah. I'm going to investigate. I'm sure they traveled great. And oh, shit. Actually, now that I think about it. Oh, wait. Two things. Two things. One, I had a tender that was fucking gross. Yeah, you said that. I didn't have one, though. Like, it was hard. Like a Nerf football, like Denny's. What? Yeah, which is the only other place that this has happened so far in the this journey. The whole tender or just a bite? The whole tender, which has happened only once in this entire journey, and it was at Denny's. It was like hard. It was like, I think my teeth couldn't go through it. So what went wrong? What do you think? I think it was overcooked. The back end. I think it's overcooked. overcooked? Yeah. Because when chicken is overcooked, it gets really rubbery and hard, and this was rubbery and hard. So that was a bummer. Whatever. That's going to happen. It shouldn't happen. I get it. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I give people way too much leeway just in life. But it's because you don't want it to happen, but who knows how to fix yeah, that? Yeah, problem. like that shit. I mean, the to way air, to fix that problem is to not make mistakes when you're cooking it. To air, but to like be human, you know? right? Exactly. Like what you know, what, people make mistakes. So that's one thing. Second thing, I don't know if you guys noticed this. I was going to mention it. I forgot. The back co- behind the shelves, the f- back wall, there was a bunch of like shelves on the wall, and one of the shelves on the wall had a sign. They sold gold mini donuts. What for twenty five dollars a pop? Oh yeah, I saw that on their Yelp. Mini. Gold, like their gold, gold leaf, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, I'll give them a point for that. For their $25 donut? It's cool. It's covered in gold. I would have done it if I didn't forget my wallet and it wasn't going to make you buy me a $25 donut. <laughs> I've bought $25 donuts before. Yeah. Um, I will say, I want to give them a point because these traveled perfectly fine. They're cold now. It was, we got them like an hour ago. Yeah. But I don't usually like cold fried chicken. Yeah. I like these this These are one. really good. Yeah. Still, I didn't get a hard piece or anything like that. But what I mean by like, you know, that's going to happen is like cartilage. Yeah. The dark pieces and the nugget yeah. from McDonald's. Yeah. Well, that's because that's ground chicken. It's separate. But yeah, I get what you mean. Like that I don't, happens. Well, are you sure it was overcooked? Because I, I feel like no, it was all of them are been. cooked so well. My, I mean, like that's, I can't think of another reason why it would be so tough. If I make it on my soapbox for a moment, though, one, uh negative for me personally and this happens at a lot of restaurants now that have kind of switched to the whole like square space tablet payment oh yeah, model, yeah yeah is the tipping prior to having any sort of real service right yeah um you know and the fact this place didn't have service really yeah. to begin with it was just they give you your food. food so you're looking at it and you see that it says like 10 percent, 15 percent, 18 percent, and they even have words next to it now it says like good yeah okay right. excellent so in your own head you're like uh uh, that's kind of no man's land. No man's land for me. Like I don't know what to do in those scenarios. And Did I you was, tip? I tipped eighteen percent. 
Eighteen percent. That well, that was the one that said good. I was like, okay. You know, <laughs> it's almost as if not. They're not shaming you, but there's a, there's a guilt layer yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's how tipping works. Our our but, but, service industry has been built on guilt. No, but like tipping, um, tipping pre meal is just a little bit different. The, yeah, it doesn't make sense, especially not only tipping pre meal, but tipping out. A takeout, essentially. Yeah, they're not what, had. what if we had a terrible experience? What if and a tip that 18% had the worst experience? Yeah, we're not waiting it Like it didn't come out for... Yeah, yeah, but exactly. What do you do at that point? You can take it back. And why'd they... S- I, you owe me a dollar yeah. twenty-seven. I tipped $2 just because we ordered a shitload of sauces and the guy was having difficulty figuring out how to compute that into the iPad. Um, well, why is everything an iPad? Why does everyone use iPads I just went somewhere to, yesterday. To, to oh, check Sweet out. Green. They don't take cash. What? You have to pay with a credit card or their app. In fact, they prefer you pay through their app. Huh. Like a QR code on their app. But like Ellen was trying to pay with cash and they were like, no, we don't have a cash drawer. Huh. The world's I mean, moving on, man. Yeah. That commercial with that like girl looks like uh, it's Barb from Stranger Things. That little like girl doing like the tablet commercial. Oh, have you God. Seen, have you seen What's that? a computer? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So, that makes me sick. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You're using one. Yeah, you know what a computer you know what is, kid. Is. <laughs> what you have before this, bitch? <laughs> yeah. Because it's so way better to you know use a touch screen to type stuff out. And, like, I don't know. What Should we check in with Ryan? Uh, yeah, what's, what's Ryan think? Ryan, what'd you think? They were good. Oh, cool. cool. Thanks. Um, so the... I mean, I also got potato wedges, which those were fresh ass potatoes. Yeah, it was good. Um, I don't like my wedges like that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give them a point because they weren't the greatest tasting, but they yeah. were fresh and they were fine. But they were like four bucks, and you got like ten of them or something. Yeah, but that was like a whole potato. Like two potatoes. Two potatoes. Yeah. I'd um, like to give a simple point for the uh, glass bottle of Coca Cola. Oh, always just a throwback. Phenomenal yeah. staple. Yeah, tastes better. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. You know why it tastes better? Yes. Why? Well, the Snopes like. Back, I remember when I was a kid. The, it was the, they still put cocaine in the, the Mexican. Oh, that's Coca-Cola. not it. No, that's not where I was getting. <laughs> Although Birdie sells cocaine. No, if it's in a glass Bold bottle. Statements. Generally, <laughs> exactly. It's because they use real sugar. Yeah, instead of corn syrup. Oh, it's in a bottle. It's made with sugar. Otherwise, the corn syrup would melt the bottle. Mm. That's not true. I'm just. I know that with beer they've cannot confirm your bottles. Yeah, you know why? Yes. I think well, I know why. why? I could be wrong. I, I can tell you why. The cocaine I can tell you why. Because um, there's cocaine in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, because the beer is like kept fresher because the sunlight hits through the bottle. It you got it. it in a can. No the such UV issues. light, man. Wow. Yeah. Bottles light. That's why. One, one for two. Every time you a open beer, up a Heineken or a Stella and it smells like a skunk, it's yep. because it's a green, yep. Yep. Like clear bottle and it lets in more UV light and that spoils the beer. Cans That's why beers in. are in darker bottles. Yeah. But now wow. cans cans eliminate all light. Did you so. know that Stone Cold is now a big IPA guy? Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yes. Okay. He brews his own beer. Yes, he does. Yeah. That's cool. Well, this isn't a Stone Cold podcast. So, Birdies, <laughs> this was a great Did you want to experience? start one? Because <laughs> we yes. could probably start one. I'd be on a Stone Cold podcast. He was on the, you see, he came back for the 25th anniversary of mm-hmm. Raw, and he stunned Vince McMahon one last glorious time. Yeah. It was amazing. Right before Vince McMahon got his... Sexual misconduct claims against him. And he's starting the XFL. Busy week. Oh, yeah. Busy week. Not starting, I guess, bringing. Yeah, announced. Reviving, but yeah. yeah. Really tapping into that whole race war against the NFL. What was the. Good job, Vince. That's what he said. He said he was starting it because he was so angry that he saw people kneeling for the anthem. Yeah. What was the football player from XFL's name? He hate me. He hate me. He hate me. me. Rod Smart. All time. Is that his name? (laughs) 
I, um, I, do, I do not know the answer to that question. <laughs> the Las Vegas Bulldogs. <laughs> Um, all right, well, birdies, we're capping birdies at 11 points. I think they could have maybe, you know, I'll give them one more point for originality. Just overall concept, location, one point for the overall place itself. Would you say that it was a nice spot? The was bar great. was higher than this place for most. Like you came in with some preconceived notions yeah, my, and expected yeah. X. And so yeah. If it was like a blind taste test, you might have viewed it differently. But because you were going to, you know, a celebrity chef's restaurant to stars <laughs> downtown, downtown has that certain association with food. Yeah, you food know that it's going to be like, whew. yeah. Uh, I would say that there was expectations, but like with Chicken Now, Chicken Now was a place where I had no expectations, and they were great. Yeah. So with this, I had expectations, but they were still great to me. Um, don't get me wrong; twelve points is good. Yeah, it's good. Um, but they. Uh, it didn't affect me getting there. My expectations didn't affect my points, I feel like. Here, the, you could have had more points if I didn't get the tough chicken. could have had more points if there were more places to sit down. Mm-hmm. Could have had, like, there's places, there's, there's, there's room for more points. The question there, at the there's end. There's a very nice staff. Very, yeah, very nice cool. staff. Yeah. The question at the end. staff a point? I shot fine, I guess. What do you mean fine, I guess? I mean, what's the difference between, like, that's not we a point for We give staff points No, no, before. I get that, like, but it's like, that All doesn't right, we, that doesn't change my opinion on the place. We won't give them a point because that'll cancel out the fact that they made us tip them before we got food. <laughs> so no points. So they we're just, sticking, sticking with 12. Ultimately, the question at the end is, you know, it's less about the points and more do I recommend it, and absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. It's not even, like, a lot of times we get, like, the, well, yeah, I mean, like, sure, I recommend it if you're in the area. It's like, no, you know what? Go there. If you're in yeah. L.A., go to Birdie's. Go. Yeah, absolutely. Get in your car and go. Yep. Once. Breakfast. At least once. And, and, and we went peak brunch time, and, and it wasn't yeah, that really that busy. That bad. So definitely head down there, Birdie's, in downtown Los Angeles on Olympic Boulevard. What? Do we know what the area that is of downtown? I don't know much South. about just south downtown, um, southern. This is like not arts district. It's like kind of by the arts district, but it's like not like is it in a specific south, district? Southeast downtown. It was by the Ace Hotel, right? Correct, sort of. Yeah. So head down to Birdies in Los Angeles if you're in town. Um, it's definitely a tender friends approved location. Yeah. We ordered stickers. We did. Yeah. We're gonna start putting them in people's. Well, we're gonna start asking people to put them in the window. Birdie stickers? No, we got <laughs> tender friends approved location stickers. Oh. Could um, you put this sticker for another restaurant in your window, please? We went to this place and it really changed our lives. So uh, can I speak to you about the good word? Uh, so we got these stickers and we're going to put them in the windows of locations that are uh, Tender Friends approved. Oh, wow. And hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll put them there. Hopefully they let us. Um, and definitely we're going to try and get birdies to put it in their windows, norms, all those other places that we went to that... You know, oh, you're tender, planning on going tender back. Tender friends approved. Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, yeah, why not? At least to the bigger locations. Yeah. And then when when our fans are out and about and they see the tender friends sticker, you know, s- send it to us on Instagram. Sure. Let us know. You know, snap, this, snap um, the QR code. Is this your podcast? <laughs> I was at this place and I, I saw it. I just really want to put my face on the door of every. Are you going to get any uh, negative stickers? Like a big thumbs down. <laughs> Don't go here. No, we just take a marker and scratch out their okay. A rating from the health department yes. and put an F. Like Bart Simpson on his report card. Just yeah. Which that. I do want to note, um, just like a, a post-edit, um, Cantor's does have an A rating now. Oh, they do. Both sides have A ratings. So I feel like they've had it for a couple months and we may have been... What was it formerly? A C. C. Well, they dropped to a C and that's Yikes. all we want. Yeah. I love but, Cantor's. Yeah, it's fantastic. I live right behind it. Kibitz Room. Mm-hmm. Kibitz um, Room. While we're, we kept telling me when we went. 
Can I go to the kibbutz room? While we didn't uh, do it. I walked in. Yeah, we popped our heads in. While we uh, well, I threw up right after, so it's like I had to get yeah, out. Yeah, we had to get out. Um, yeah, it was this weird thing. Uh, while we're talking about past episodes, uh, I, I guess I'll... Well, saying I guess I'll apologize is not an apology, but I, last episode when we were at Jollibee, I said that there was a decal painting on the wall of a white family. Not the case. But I made a very bold claim saying that it was a white family on the wall, and it's it's not really a white family. Um, okay. So well, that was that was wrong of me. To I do. appreciate you owning up to that. Thank God. Well, you gotta you gotta <laughs> you gotta admit when you make yeah, mistakes. It takes a real man. That was to, a mistake. Yeah, it takes a real man to. I was wrong, admit and I it apologize. wasn't a white family. Good for you, man. Um, I'm sure there'll be more edits. And oh, sure, absolutely. Redactions. I forgive you. You know when you forward. when you don't research anything or think about what you're saying before yeah. you say it. Shoot from yeah. the hip. You yeah. know. Are there other birdies locations? Don't know. Don't know. All right. Um, when was birdies founded? Don't know. Last night. <laughs> Get back to us, Chef Jay. Fill us in, bro. Yeah. Also, send me some Attili's cheesecake. Yeah. Yes. I don't like cheesecake, but maybe I'll like I this one. I do like one. cheesecake, but it's the zone diet cheesecake. That's true. Healthy Slimming. cheesecake. Yeah. Uh, 12 points, birdies. Matt, thanks so much for being on. Thank you for having um, me. This is, was this your first podcast? Uh, uh, I was a guest once before on a fancy football podcast. Oh, there you go. There you go. Quite simplistic in nature compared to this. Oh. Perfect. Um, you got anything to plug? No. Killing we're just, it. We're just living, man. Just living. What's your Instagram? Uh, my Matt. Instagram is at Matthew Charles Long. Wow. Do you uh, use it? Infrequently. I don't use mine either. I, I did, I, you know, not to get heavy or introspective, but I think there's definitely <laughs> a very clear post, and I'm like three years, three or four years post-college now, but you don't Instagram, as, or at least for me personally, I don't social media half as much as I did back in the day. Kind of fall off. I'm hanging, I'm clinging to it. Bit. But I, f- I get what you mean, but I'm clinging to it. I love Instagram. So and I don't yeah, know what either of you are talking about. Yeah, Eric's about. all about it. So <laughs> um, check out Birdies, 12 points. Follow us on Instagram, tender.friends. Uh, let us know if you want to come on and be a guest or mm-hmm. if you have any locations you want us to hit up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be back next week. Uh, doing something. Doing something. We, we don't really know. Know where we're going next week. Um, but until then, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>